0: Welcome to the Vespers Project. My name is Ben Pruitt, your host for this podcast, and this is Episode 2 for Season 2. If this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for listening in. There is a lot of effort that goes into this project, and it could not happen without your support. If you have the capacity, support us on Patreon at The Arc of E. The Arc of E kindly hosts this podcast and makes all of this possible. First and foremost, I apologize. My voice is shot right now. I am sick. But today we are still lucky enough to hear from Drew Wharton, Honor Leader in 2019 and longtime servant to our community. We are lucky to hear his wisdom on the topic of patriotism. So let's take a moment to reflect on what patriotism means to each of us before listening to this Vespers compiled by Drew. Thank you for listening.
1: First they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me, Martin Neil Muller, For most of us, Patriotism is a word we choose to live by every day through the decisions we make. It's about deciding what to do based on loving your nation. It's deciding to go vote and express your opinion and fulfilling your responsibility as a citizen. It's about supporting our troops and thanking them for their service. And it's about accepting political views different than your own patriotism is the love for others. In my short life, the amount of change is inspiring and should give us all hope for the future. As a whole, we have welcomed more and more differences within others. This is something we should be extremely proud of and keep in mind as we keep growing and learning. Our differences are what make us strong.
2: Said never, but they never done come. Yeah, and took our trust. It's been winning, but the lovers ain't done. Yeah, not done my watch. Yeah, if, yeah, took all my rights away. Yeah, if you yeah. telling me how to pray. Yeah, if you yeah. won't let us demonstrate. Yeah, wrong. Yeah. Thinking I don't belong yeah, if, yeah. Hiding behind a gun yeah, if, yeah. Hoping we're gonna run Wrong. We are the lions We are the chosen We're gonna shine out the dark We are the movement This generation When the fire was iced, no, and showed a lie. Some may buy it, I'm not paying the price. No, not in this life. Yeah, Took all my rights away, yeah, if you're telling me how to.
1: best friend is an 18-year-old immigrant from Ethiopia. He didn't have a life any of us would see as acceptable until he was 9 years old. He moved to the U.S. not being able to speak English. And today, he is serving in the United States Army on active duty. I think about how I could lose him without any warning or knowledge. His act of selfless labor inspires me to live my life to the fullest due to the sacrifices he and all military go through. Yet it is out of our love for the nation that we must put into question the endangering of so many young innocent lives. We as a nation have always spoken out for the ones who couldn't. This has led to many protests in our country's short history. We have to be so grateful that we are allowed to speak up for what we believe in. Us as people, we're simply wanting the best for our country. Our country does have its flaws, and that's okay. We, as a people, have so much power when we exercise our rights and duties as citizens. This is why being an active citizen is so important. The flaws we see should inspire us to make change, and not make hate.
3: to my mouth, flag black waving, flag black waving at a patriot's house, looking for change on the couch, mad world, mad world, that's what the TV said, imagine trying to keep your head while your daughter sleeps in bed, and when she wakes up, will the world be the same, will my girl be afraid, in the home of the brave, see I hope, I hope, that it's gonna be alright, but, what a hell of a night. Humanity is a privilege we can't give in. When they build walls, we'll build bridges. This is resistance, we're resilient, and they spread, we shine brilliant, marched by the millions. Do they hear the children? We feel ourselves at a distance. Open up the jails and the overcrowded cells When we oppress anyone, we oppress ourselves Greatest gift I ever learned is helping someone else You build, believe, fulfill, cause you forget about yourself Service, purpose, works if you work it Love everyone, regardless of the God they worship This isn't the apocalypse We can't address the hate till we acknowledge it if Jesus was alive, would he let Muhammad in? This isn't nature, my daughter hugs strangers We teach fear and preach hatred Put up a fence, scared to meet our neighbors Think that if we let them in, they'll take advantage of us later There's so much anger in this world as I raise or My daughter, hope it's a dream when I wake up tomorrow Bad taste, bad taste in my mouth Flag waving, flag waving at a patriot's house. Looking for change on the couch. Mad world, mad world, that's what the TV said. Imagine trying to keep your head while your daughter sleeps in bed. And when she wakes up, will the world be the same? Will my girl be afraid in the home with the brave? See, I hope, I hope that it's gonna be alright. But what a hell of a night. And we fight, but the people. That haven't had a voice Fight for the First Amendment Fight for freedom of choice Fight for women's rights If she does or doesn't care We ride for all the queer folk And fight for all to get married I'm not moving to Canada Not fleeing the nation No time for appetite No more tears and no complaining Gotta fight harder for the next four And what we're faced with Got my daughter in my arms And he is not gonna raise her Bad taste, bad taste to my mouth Black waving, black waving at a Patriot's house Looking for change on the couch Mad world, mad world, that's what the TV said Imagine trying to keep your head while your daughter sleeps in bed And when she wakes up, will the world be the same? Will my girl be afraid in the home of the brave? See, I hope, I hope that it's gonna be alright But what a hell of a night
1: Every opinion each of us form about our country is based upon our individual experiences. When you talk to someone who has a different opinion, they have just formed different reactions to their unique experiences. We should see this as an opportunity to grow in our understanding instead of rejecting their input immediately. Our generation is the largest since the one following World War II, and this gives us a unique opportunity to cause change on a massive scale. We don't have to come to the same opinion, yet we should realize how powerful we can be if we come together. Love is the basis for this, and we need to embrace it.
4: Come gather our people, wherever you roam. critics who privatize with your pen and keep your eyes wide the chance won't come again and don't speak too soon for the wheel's still in spin and there's no telling who that it's naming was a loser now will be later to win for the time
1: Those around us and the love that we show to them is the most valuable thing in our great nation. Dear God, thank you for allowing us this wonderful opportunity to gather and take in nature's beauty. Thank you for allowing us to see the love for one's country through the opinion we may not agree with. And thank you for keeping our troops safe. And I pray they all make it home to their families. Thank you for all the love we have and will continue to have between us. Amen. What can this be?
5: Can you tell me? Would you like to discover why we're not free to be lovers? I've been wanting to ask you, where has all the love gone? And what have we become? Storm clouds full of thunder move silent as they drum. And when they're gone, we'll be fine till tomorrow. Oh, I hope it won't rain. Sorrow will take wings in the morning, high above the heavens. A rainbow paints the sky, white. Dove
0: Welcome back. We just heard Drew's Vespers on patriotism, and I am really excited because we have Drew with us, and we get a chance to interview him about his uh, Vespers. And so, Drew, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well. How are you today, Ben? You know, I'm doing all
0: right. I'm glad we finally got a chance to catch up, and I get to interview you and ask you all these really cool questions about your uh, Vespers, so this is pretty awesome. Can you just get, like, just let's start with the from the beginning. Like, how did you get patriotism as your lens for your vespers
1: um so honestly the um the process is pretty cool so we all get there and um we walk, they tell us so greg and brooke they tell us to walk over and we've got all the um all the days listed out we got patriotism you know respect all them listed out and we basically go over there and we start figuring out who gets who just going down saying who wants what like there's some people that were very sure about which ones they wanted Others were pretty up in the air. And um patriotism was a pretty tough one. Most people aren't very sure about it. And I thought if I was gonna do it, might as well challenge myself. So I went with patriotism because I knew it would push me to think and it wouldn't be something where I was comfortable. So it was really it was really neat for me because I knew it was gonna be a challenge. So picking it was really cool.
0: Wow, that's really cool. Like most people uh, when they're doing vespers, they want to do something that they're like they feel really confident with, and so you choosing to do one that is challenging is very interesting. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, what about this concept of patriotism is challenging for you?
1: Dealing with patriotism in a modern lens, I guess, is the is the topic. Just because today there's a very seems like we're more and more divided in our country with uh, viewpoints. Being left and right. And I think it's a lot of times it's hard because people want you to choose a side and people want you to be so passionate from either one lens or the other. Whereas I think patriotism is almost choosing the middle route and being proud of your nation and everyone within your nation, which involves supporting both sides, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, totally. I think it's interesting because. A lot of our language today even boxes us in uh, in the language that you're using, for instance. So you're, you're using this concept and this idea of both sides when really who's to say that there are sides at all, except those are like socially constructed sides that we have created in our society. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when really there are just in you know, all of these differing opinions, but they, they kind of get lumped into this, you know, Democrats and Republicans when there's really a, a lot more options. Right. Yeah,
1: there are. And I think the thing is that there's just so many topics on in today's um, so many hot topics where people are choosing different sides. I don't think the side like I don't think people's opinions on these topics are always consistent. So it's almost like it's almost more of like a flow of where people are, you know, their decisions may be this viewpoint, quote unquote, on uh, most decisions, but then on certain topics, they may see it from the other side. So it's hard to define anything like that. I think Exploring that opportunity and that mesh of people is, is one of the challenges with finding patriotism today.
0: I think it's also interesting because, so I have taken this uh, personality profile, essentially it's strength finders. And my number one strength is learner. So I really like to learn. And it seems to me like the most potential for learning is by learning more about what you don't know i.e. spending time with people who have differing opinions than you do right and that's that's a major theme. yeah exactly that was about to say this is a major theme of your vespers and i thought that was really interesting to look at that through a lens of patriotism because i see that as like oh i'm learning for my self-development i'm learning for so that i can be a better teacher to people but
1: for you this learning is a an act of love almost i think yeah, it's interesting you say that because that's pretty simple that's pretty much what I was going with it, is that the pa- your patriotism is just it's a love for your country. And I think understanding those around you that you don't always you don't always interact with. So those that you don't always agree with are because most of the time the people we spend the most time with are the people that are there to support us and those that are similar and viewpoints to us. So I think going out and, and trying to understand when people are have different opinions than you is just, it's a love for understanding of their viewpoint and a love for why they love the country so much just from their view. Just because their view is different doesn't mean there's not a unique love or there's not a constant love for your nation. It's just through a different viewpoint and lens. That kind of
0: brings me to the, the first part of your Vespers. So this in this first part, after the quote, you say that most of us choose to live by this concept of patriotism every day and that is choice. And in my experience, I feel like that's not true. Can you elaborate on that for me?
1: Yeah. I listed in my best words was was going to vote, which was, you know, thanking troops for our service. And people are almost, and it seems like to me that the majority of people are um, timid or shy or they're just so... They're so lost they don't want to make any action, and that's another theme of my vespers which is about deciding to go forth and make change instead of being oh hopeless it's taking a more optimistic viewpoint and the fact that we can still make a difference and still go out there and cause change and I think that because because as you said you know you don't think there's many people going forth and doing their responsibilities or fulfilling their roles and I think that was the major thing is it realizing maybe that that's not our reality at the moment, but that we can get there.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I totally understand because I think that's really interesting. I think that this idea and this concept that uh, we can get somewhere, it's this idea that almost patriotism stems from being hopeful almost. And I think that's really cool. And I think that is interesting to think about in the context of that first quote you used from, um, Martin Niemoller, I think mm-hmm. is how you say that. Um, can you tell me, how did you find that quote, and why did you choose it?
1: Basically, um, I found a, it's a live version of Don McLean covering a Bob Dylan song. So there's a Bob Dylan song by the name of Masters of War. And uh, Don McLean, who wrote um, Till Tomorrow, and uh, most notably American Pie, which I'm sure most of you guys have heard. Yes. So I found, I found a live version of him recording Masters of War. And before, his, before he did the song, he read that poem from Martin Niemoller, And I really, really thought it was powerful and that captured the audience that he was performing to. And so I wanted to read it for myself and have it in there. And I thought it was just so fitting. And um, because I actually intended on using Masters of War originally in my um, investors, but it just was it was too focused on the negative. It wasn't as much it wasn't as hopeful it wasn't embodying that idea of patriotism that you said that kind of stemmed from hope.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting because to me, that was a really powerful way to start your Vespers as well because I really believe that speaking up for the things that you believe are wrong and difficult and hard and saying what's difficult is being patriotic and probably what is most necessary right now in our current day. And I think that speaking up and saying things aloud um, speaking truth to the things that are typically covered up and we feel ashamed to talk about is really important. And so I I, I really appreciated that. And I, I wonder how other people felt as well.
1: Yeah, to me, that opening was, um it was kind of, it was making sure that people are aware that our nation is basically, it's the largest group that we belong to. It's the biggest group that we can call ours. And so I think making sure that you're doing whatever you can individually to be a part of that collective is, is, is very important because I think um, as a, as the poem states not stepping up for and not speaking out for those that are different to you will eventually leave you by yourself. Because if you're not establishing a connection and not establishing love between others, how are they supposed to reach out to you?
0: Totally agree. And I think that's really awesome. I read a quote recently about freedom and freedom is not, Uh, having the choice to do what is you know happy and warm and welcoming for you it's having it's making the choice with your freedom to help make sure that others have that privilege as well and I think that's kind of what you're talking about is like yes our responsibility is to speak up and speak out for the people who need that voice in order to be loved and cared for
1: correct yeah that's awesome and and i I talked, I touched about it a little bit, um, talking about my best as well about, um, the military, where I was speaking about how our, um, armed forces have always, I've always liked to think that they taking action based on that fact that they're trying to speak out and liberate others instead of or liberate peoples that aren't uh, able to speak for themselves. Whereas some people like to believe that, um, our military is used for conquest or for, Greed or for um, more negative actions, and I think just trying to trying to believe in your heart that we're doing it for the right reasons is the only thing that's possible. Because if you try to if you, if you start doubting what you're um, like what they're doing, how are, like it's just I just don't think that doubt is um, is valid. I think the only reason we're going to inspire others in more and more positive movements is to therefore believe the best in others.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's interesting because I I think I might want to counter that and tell me what you think about this. Go for it. So, so to me, I think the military is, in and of itself, a tool, much like a you know a knife we might use in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Right. That knife is very useful, and when tactfully used by someone who is able to utilize it well, is an extremely necessary implement in the kitchen. However, when it is used by someone with malicious intent, so when someone in power has control over said tool, that's when it becomes dicey. So it's not necessarily issue. And I think that's where people conflate, like who's to blame, whether there is someone to blame at all, because they blame the military when really that's the tool. That's the people who are choosing to serve. They're the people who are giving their lives and their hearts and their bodies literally it for a cause whereas frankly they're doing something out of love versus being manipulated and potentially used by someone who is in power that may not be using them in a loving way
1: correct i mean that's i think you nailed exactly what the military is i think like you said the people within it are not they're not the ones with the with any bad intent if there is anyone with bad intent and i think the people that you're talking about that have in power that use the military as a tool, I think many people question whether whether their intents are um, malicious or just out of, out of like, like, as I said, out of a liberation for others. And I think that border is more questioning. And that is something we should be more concerned about, like you said, with confronting the people who are utilizing the military, not within the people themselves within the military.
0: Yeah, and ultimately, I think that's what we have more control over anyway, with our capacity to vote, with the people we put into office, to people that we put into those positions. That's where we can exercise our control as a populace, as patriots, if you will, to put the people that we believe in that spot to make those decisions. Okay. Let's go ahead and take our first step into um, this idea of the music that you brought into it. And so I uh, did a poll on our Instagram. Our Instagram, by the way, is The Vespers Project on Insta. Um, And we did a poll and said, hey, who wants to ask Drew a question? And so a couple of the questions that came up, in fact, one from um, underscore Mark Weinstein and Zoe Bunch asks very similar questions on how did you decide your songs? What was your process?
1: Okay, um, not a very easy topic at all. It's honestly um, my most favorite part of Vespers, which was choosing the songs. But there was a lot that went into it, and a lot of it, and honestly, we had, because obviously all the honor leaders were going through that process and trying to figure out what's best. And at one point, I think Grace texted our group chat and was like, oh, like what are you guys doing for your songs? And And I think Zach responded that you just have to keep looking. You just gotta keep looking and I think that is a big part of it is that you I mean I think all of us like good music but I think finding the songs that fit what we're trying to say is so difficult that it's just been a long tedious process of going through songs and just I think what I did is I went to I went to the artists who I thought had a good message and would put something out there that people would res- be able to respond to and like understand, but I think too often people just play something that has the right melody where it sounds hopeful. Lyrics may not line up, whereas I went and I went just straight to basically the content of the lyrics, and because um, and honestly I was just searching, um, just because I obviously I have I have Bob Dylan, I've got uh Don McLean. And I've got Macklemore and Skip Marley. So obviously the range there of music is all across the years, all across the genres. And yeah, uh, yeah. so I'll just go through song by song, actually. So for Lions, um, uh, PJ introduced me to that song. That, that was actually PJ's suggestion for um, the theme uh, 2019 Blue Ridge. So in our, at our retreat in November, so we all put forth a song. And that was PJ's suggestion. And I think... Um, and i think i totally love the song i'm not sure if it fit for for a a theme but i told him that i really enjoyed that song and i was really glad he showed it to me and asked him if he was it was okay that i used it in my vespers and he said and he was very he was very supportive and said go right ahead and it was and it was interesting he actually um heard my suggestion for the theme which was you say by lauren daigle that he actually ended up using his vespers so um, i thought that was an interesting uh, little swapping but um that's where i first got "Lions," and i think lions is a was a brilliant way to start just because it's so much talking about what we can do now i think people are are very their understanding of the situation we're in but they're not sure what the reaction is to it i think it's a really good song about how you react to this time that we're in and then um so then going on to second song wednesday morning by macklemore that one is packed with lots of uh it, it's it's there's a lot in the song and i think breaking down the lyrics for me because i wasn't sure if it was going to be too um political for my vespers i wasn't sure how forward it was but then as i broke it down more and more i started to realize that it was just saying it was saying just enough to where i thought it was impactful without overstepping too many boundaries if that makes sense
0: yeah yeah totally
1: yeah i thought and that one and it really and that was, um, that was the one that Greg was really happy about whenever I showed him my first draft of my Vespers. And because um, originally my Vespers, I had, it, was a bit, it was a bit darker. As I said, I was going to use Masters of War and it had a bit more um, songs talking about the sacrifice of uh, life and how that relates to the upwardness of being able to appreciate what we have because of the sacrifice people give to, to us. And I'm, and I'm really glad that um, Greg steered me away from that just because it allowed me to understand a different reaction to patriotism. It, it made me think about how patriotism relates to our group that is in just an everyday life instead of relating it towards our military. I think it relates to more of us because I was forced to write it about people that could, that could appreciate it because obviously none of us are going out there and sacrificing our life for our military. So I think him forcing me to write this song, write the best verse more about people in everyday life, really taught me a lot more. And I think it related to a lot more people because I did that instead of going about that different route. So I really appreciate that. And then the final song, um, or the third song, The Times Are Changing by Bob Dylan. It's all, and I, I saw a comment about it I talked to someone about the song and I said very interesting paradox how it's a, you know, 35, 40 year old song about change still relevant today. And I thought that was, that was really cool. And I think every, every generation has had its, its separation within or its societal separation within its viewpoints and people have different reactions to that and the, the state that they're in. And I think the optimistic viewpoint people have always been there and i think songs are a powerful way to inspire that i think that that song in its time was powerful in that way i think it's very important that we realize how powerful it can be today as well absolutely and then the last song um honestly one of my probably my personal favorite was till tomorrow by don mclean Um, it's it's just so it's it's very soft and i like the way that it's, it's very melodic it just carries out into a nice if it actually got cut off at um, Blue Ridge, but if it carried out the rest of the song, it's just very soft and fades out quite nicely. But it's also it's also bringing up important points about how the the um, state we're in may seem gloom, and just wrapping it all up how we may seem like we're in a point where we're we almost can't can't cause change where we're stuck, but that no matter what happens it's going to lift at some point and it's only going to lift because of what we what we put out there and how we respond to that and ducking our heads is no answer and it's it's running forward and doing our best in order to cause change and keep moving forward and I think it it embodies that and I really 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 happy that I was able to put that in there
0: so that I mean that's a huge process it sounds like to come up with find uh feel like this is the one because it's almost like what I've noticed from people as I have these conversations is that once you hear that song, usually there's this Eureka, I've found it moment around mm-hmm. like, this is the song I want to use. And it sounds like you had that at least a little bit with a few of them, yeah. which is pretty cool.
1: And like, and like, I'm sure you've heard it, but there's, most of us have, I think, five or six songs in rotation about what we thought would fit. But then as soon as you start, you start writing and start writing the pieces in between them, you start to see what exactly would be perfect to meld those two passages that you have and that bridges the gaps so
0: absolutely yeah okay let's let's uh let's scoot back all the way to song one Okay. Um, so lions by skip marley Mm
5: -hmm.
0: the reaction on the mountain was really cool to witness around this song because there was so much um buzz around the fact that we had this like almost reggae like song in a patriotism vespers in general and so hearing that that came from PJ and the story of that is really cool because it kind of speaks to your uh, underlying message again, around embracing difference and how those things make us stronger. Cause I thought that having this type of music, which frankly I've never heard in a Vespers to date was really a great way to make sure that people were paying attention. (laughs) Um, And I thought it really had a really cool message too. So Oof. Like what what was your favorite yeah. about it? Tell me more. Tell me about
1: that. Okay. I see I mean I honestly I, I guess I hadn't really thought about how different it was, but now I see what you're saying is that most people as soon as they sit down for a patriotism vespers are expecting all the the normal ones, you know, like the um the O oh, say can you see the Star Spindle Banner or something yeah. or you're very you're just in, you're just ready for that. And I, I guess I really hadn't thought about how how this really switched it up, but I think I think it was just so what I wanted. I didn't really think about how different it was, but now that you're talking about it, um it is really cool that i was able that I was able to put this in there just because it does it makes people make sure people are are understanding what I'm trying to say, and it's not just that same message that you've heard every year. I was trying to and having a different song goes right along with my theme, which is that differences are what make us stronger, so a different type of song just embodies that message even more, and I think um Putting that song in there, it's just, it, it. Like you said, it was really cool for me, just because I know it, how close it was to PJ, and how close it was to me. Just because it, whenever I first heard it, I had that, oh wow, this is a wonderful song. And because, uh, like, even PJ suggesting that for a theme, it's still a very out there song for a theme. So I think both of us realized the Im- impact it could have if it was utilized correctly. And I think this was one of the perfect ways to bring it out there where people weren't really ready for it, and it also made them listen to the lyrics and understand what I was trying to say because it was so out there.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot jam-packed in this song. So, like, do you have a favorite lyric that's part of this song? Do you have, was there a specific line that, uh, like, this is why it's in here, or
1: was um, it
0: all-encompassing?
1: It, a lot of it is, I mean, a lot of it is applicable to what I was trying to say, but I think the section that I like the most that fits it, that has it in there is um we are the lions, we are the chosen, we're gonna shine out the dark, we are the movement, this generation, you better know who we are. So that's that little um, I think that's I think that's the chorus that repeats over and over. But yep. I think I think that little section about talking about how this is this is the group. This is what this is who we are. These people sitting right here right now are the group that's going to inspire everything. People, because people may not know exactly what leaders are, it may not be, it may not make sense to them. They may not see it as what's uh, what people should be doing with their time. But I think this is the group. These are people that understand what we have in front of us and how big a change we need to make, and how we how we're capable and have the tools and qualities because of our experiences together to go make a change and make a difference. And I think that was exactly what I was trying to say: is the people here right now have the capabilities and the tools to go out and inspire this movement and this change towards hope or this change towards loving others equally and loving others without any, without any um, hate and without any, just just trying to make sure that everyone is going in every encounter with other people, thinking as positively about them as possible. Yeah. No, no negative preconceived notions going into conversations just making sure you're open as possible and loving as as wholly as you can.
0: Yeah. To me, this seems really poignant because right from the very beginning of the song, it talks about how hate has been winning, but the lovers ain't done. Yeah, yeah not on my watch. Mm-hmm. And I think and, that's so aligned with the school's theme this year. It's so aligned with your whole message. And it's really interesting to kind of see how all of these intertwining threads are coming together through this Vespers, just in this one song, not to mention the rest of them. And so this seems like a really cool pick um, for more reasons than one. Yeah, there's just a lot in this song that has a lot to say. And I think that you made a really good choice. So kudos to you. Um, For now, let's go ahead and move on. Um, So after the song, you start talking about, uh, you tell the story about your friend. Who he is an immigrant, and he's part of the military. And what you say is, is it's out of our love that we must question putting young, innocent lives in danger. Can you tell me more about that and elaborate?
1: Um, so yeah, the story about my friend. Um, basically, he is he's originally from Ethiopia, and whenever he lived there, he lived on um, he lived in the streets for most of his life. He um, he didn't have. He was orphaned, I think, at two or three years old, and um, so I think he had his older brothers take care of him for those first few years, and they all lived together out on the street. And then um, he was put in a like a group home, I think, at nine years old, um, and that's whenever um, uh, my or whenever his parents um, from today. Flew to Africa because they, were, they didn't believe they could have a child. And um, so then they got they got Alazar and they came home. And then two years later, they moved to um, Louisville, Kentucky, which is where I grew up. And um, we started playing the same soccer team together at, I think, 12 or 13, whenever he was kind of finally figured out how to speak English pretty well. Because before then, obviously, he came here and he didn't know any English. So that first year he was homeschooled by them and they did everything they could to teach him English and show him exactly how kind of what a life was, was like here. Yeah. So obviously he had no idea what it was like to even live in the United States. So then, um, so from there, uh, he and I went through everything together, became best friends. We always went to practice together, I always drove them and, uh, really just enjoyed having each other's company. And then, um, Basically whenever I decided to go off to college, um he still hadn't um done well enough in school just because um adjusting to the US wasn't quite going as well for him. He just couldn't he didn't have the grades to go play um college soccer like, like I did. And I think and I also I also think about how that opportunity wasn't um around for him just because of those um circumstances, which yeah breaks my heart. But um he, so then he decided to join the U.S. military because he realized even though he may not have the opportunity, such as I did, he was still given a wonderful life that gave him many opportunities, whether or not be that. So I think uh, seeing how he was able to appreciate that, even though he wasn't able to fulfill his main dream like I was able to, was really cool. So then once um, he went off to the military and I went our separate ways and I've tried to keep, keep in contact with him as much as possible. but. Going along with putting young lives in danger, I think whenever I try to criticize uh, any decisions made by our country, I try to think about it in the most loving viewpoint possible, and that is why I said that, where I said, it's out of love for our nation, it's it's wanting the best for our country that we should try to question and uh, try to understand why we're still having to put these young men, these young men and women into positions where they're not favored to make it out alive and I think because it's just so it's so frustrating and um hard to grasp that we're sacrificing these brave young souls for even even liberation even something where such so positive as to speak out for others just because it is so demanding it really is the sacrifice of everything for the rights that we have and I think we should be so appreciative of that because it allows us to live the life we have and go out and do as much as do as much good as we can as I talk about how we can cause change. Their sacrifice is exactly why we're able to go do that Yeah, and yeah. We, should, we should be so appreciative of that and I think questioning that is also a part of us wanting to make a change. Yeah. Questioning that decision is just in one more way that we can go out and make, make a difference and show our love for the world.
0: Well, I think it's so interesting because there's two thoughts that came up for me as you spoke. One, uh, one of my favorite things that comes up for me around gratitude is the, the best way to honor what someone else has lost is by showing gratitude for what you have. So if someone has um, offered their lives in service to the military and service of the country, It is our job to feel grateful and to feel appreciative, as you're saying, for the things that we do have since they have given it up. And that's the best way we can honor them, right? Yeah. And the second thing is really interesting because this idea that through change, through questioning, through doubt, you are demonstrating love. And most of the time that seems really counterintuitive because... We want people, we want certainty, we want people to be sure, but what I'm hearing from you is that by questioning, by calling into question the decisions that people are making, we are demonstrating love for our country and for the people who are serving our country.
1: Correct, because it's going along with that same, um, that same vein of those who differ from us and trying to understand exactly what their viewpoint is, is love and that's the same reason why us trying to question what those in power are doing and those trying those like people going in the military questioning exactly why we're endangering them is just another form of that love it's it's trying to understand what's going on trying to it's trying to be the best trying to have our country be the best in every aspect and one of those aspects is trying to save trying to have as many young men and women capable of living the life they deserve and are giving making sure that they're able to show that love for others and so obviously them sacrificing their life to go into the military is so great and such a grave sacrifice and so questioning why we're having so many people go into that is important just because it means so much to them So whenever we're trying to question out of love because it's so, whenever we're doubting something, yes, we're doubting something that others are very sure about, but we're just trying to come to that understanding, try to come to that that middle ground, I guess, trying to see why others have that viewpoint. It may not be our viewpoint, but we're trying, that doubt in our mind is us trying to reach that understanding within others and get to that same ground where we're on the same page and understanding what is at stake and what we're doing. Because, I like I said, understanding uh, what others are doing and making sure they're understanding what we're doing and coming together for having one voice and making sure we're all moving in the same direction, that is what's going to make change, is that, right. that doubt is out of love, and we're just trying to get to that same point.
0: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Yeah, I think that you're right, and I think that's really cool that that's something that you're bringing up and lifting up because… I think a lot of people struggle because we we crave that certainty and frankly, we don't need it. We, in fact, can embrace the fact that we don't know everything and that will help us be a stronger nation because we will be able to empathize with others more readily and more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to take us another direction, uh, kind of harking back to that first quote you brought up. Um, but it makes sense here, too, because you're talking about speaking up again. Um and we have to speak up for what we believe in. And I'm I'm curious for you, like how do you, how do you recommend doing that? For the, for our listeners, what is your advice on um how do you speak up? How do you lean into the fact that people are disagreeing with you? How do you speak up to someone who you love and care for, but you're terrified to have this conversation and voice that disagreement?
1: Like how do you how do you speak up? I think in a more there's well, there's there's multiple ways you can think about this. One, as in approaching um, someone that you said like you care about and having a conversation with them where they are of a different opinion, but you're not avoiding any topics. So if you're actually going to have a conversation with someone that you know has a different opinion, um, such as a relative or a family member that you know won't necessarily agree with you, that conversation is one thing. And then there's also, I think, in a different vein, I was thinking about how Making sure you're reaching like you could also go the route as talking to your local representatives and going around that route is another way of speaking out and showing your patriotism. Whereas because if you go because there's just two different routes that I was thinking of as you were asking the question. One of them I would recommend is that all of us just make sure we're as active as we can be within our own um, political system, such as, like I said, reaching out to local representatives and making sure your voice is heard those who are meant to represent you and those who are meant to um, define change within your within your um, city, within your state, and then ultimately within your country. So I think being as tuned to that system as possible is important and it, all of us should strive to be as in, in tune to that system because the more people that decide to reach out and the more people that are into that, in touch with that, then the more accurately the representation from that representative will be because the more people that have reached out to them. And yep. then going along with that second vein, talking to someone within, um, within a more personal level that you're more in touch with, but yet you know that they're not necessarily going to agree with you, it can be difficult. It's not easy because going in, you know that neither one of you are wanting to budge in your view just because you know that they have their set of viewpoints and i and i spoke with it spoke about it mainly i think it's after the second or third song it's the first line it's talking about how all of us our viewpoints are simply just a reaction to the culmination of our experiences and understanding that when you're going into talking to someone is so important because yes your viewpoint is important and yes you may think you know exactly what you're talking about but you're simply reacting to everything that you've come in contact with. And I think, and then taking that one step further and realizing that they are simply that as well. They think they know what they're talking about, but yet they are also simply forming one set of reactions to the experiences of which they've gone through. And making sure you're aware of that as you go into a conversation that neither one of you are ever, it's very unlikely for you to come to the same conclusion or reaction, just because, one, your experiences are on two different scales, or on two different, there's two different sets of experiences. So I think many of the times that the best way to go in is explaining your experiences and then explaining why you reacted to those experiences that you've had. Because they may not understand why you think something unless they realize what you've seen and what you've gone through to what made you think that. But because not until you display what you've gone through and why you thought what you did, they may not. They may only see what they may only see the reaction, not quite understand it until yep. you give them the evidence and what's behind that. I
0: love it. So let's jump to song two, right? Just to okay. remind us what that one is.
1: Okay, uh, that's Wednesday Morning by Macklemore.
0: So I want to touch on this this concept because there's this uh, recurring theme throughout this song about this idea of him wanting his daughter to wake up in the land of the brave, Mm
5: -hmm.
0: unafraid, Mm -hmm. right? And that really makes me think because like, oh my goodness, if I were raising a child right now in today's political climate, frankly, like I would understand why they would be afraid. Mm -hmm. And wanting that really, like that really spoke to me. And so I'm really curious for you, like how do you grapple with fear from the one social climate but the political climate just our country's climate in general like how do you grapple with the fear that comes from that
1: okay um well first just a little bit of background on the song um so basically macklemore wrote this about wednesday morning following the tuesday night election so this was written um regarding Strictly straight after uh, once Trump was elected, this yep. was talking about waking up that next morning, and so I think understanding that you can start to realize exactly what he's trying to say, and um, so then as he said about how do I grapple with the fear of our climate, and I think it's very evident that, like I've said today, today's climate, like I've said, there's many topics about there's many hot topics regarding many different issues, yep. and there. <laughs> and understanding the political climate we're going in as well is also in a grim position. And um and I think we're all just wondering what's gonna happen. We're not there's so much uncertainty about exactly where we're going as a nation, whether because many of us are frankly I think afraid that our country is no longer up in an upward trend. I think people I think there's a big number of people that believe we are simply on a decline going Going nowhere fast. Going to honestly worse places, regardless of our or our um regarding our social and political climate. So how do you stay positive? How do you believe that it's going up in an upward trend when it's when there's such a large group that believe it's not? And I think I think it's it's not an easy answer, but I think the one we can only think the only one, only one that's going to help is if we believe that no matter what trend it is going in we're going to do our best to make sure it's going in an upward one, whether you do believe it's still at a decline or whether you still believe this it's going in an upward trend whereas no matter what no matter what sphere you're talking about, whether it be social political or economic, no matter which one you think um, is uh, whichever one you're thinking is going up or down yep. you get everything you can possible in your in your life to make sure that those are as as you making sure your viewpoint about the trend of those is as optimistic as possible and that you're doing everything you can to change those and and what you think is correct that that's all you can do it's just make sure you've got whatever you can keep in control in control and as positive as possible
0: yeah ultimately i'm hearing from you that we need to figure out what are the things that we can do mm-hmm to make to improve the situation and then do those things right okay moving from there uh we kind of touched on some of the questions i had about your um around the words in between these songs so i'm gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and skip that so let's go straight okay. to song three remind okay. us what it is and then we'll um, from there
1: okay it's the times they are changing by bob dylan so obviously uh it's a bit older it's basically on a different completely different um so obviously not anything like uh, Lions by Skip Marley. It's reggae, and it's obviously not anything that's recent, such as Wednesday Morning and Macklemore. So it's at a whole new. It switched up the pace quite, quite drastically. Yeah, and I think um, I think because I think, and I, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it, because obviously you had a better viewpoint on how the mountain reacted to it, because you're so removed whereas like I said I wasn't exactly aware about how people reacted to the song just because it was exactly what it was it was my creation I just didn't quite encompass how people reacted to it because sure, it was just sure. I was so used to so I'm interested to see what you have to say about how people thought about that song or how people thought of it
0: I mean I can definitely speak to my reaction and then I can just to in general um but for 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 me what I noticed was this was definitely aligned with what you're saying in that, like I noticed the differences in the types of song you chose. And so this was just like, Oh, out of like, Oh, interesting. But Mm -hmm. Bob Dylan's pretty known for his, um, politically accentuated music. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was not surprised after I, after it started, but when I first heard it, I was like, Oh really? And then I was like, Oh, that makes perfect sense because it fits right in. It's basically, It's actually, for me, it felt kind of heartwarming to realize that this is not the first time our country has gone through something that is hard,
2: right?
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, This is not the first time, and the times they are changing, and they've been changing for a good 50, 60 years, and then they were changing a long time before that. So, I mean, ultimately, we are constantly changing, and this is just like, almost, it felt grounding in a way, because this is reminding us that this is normal,
1: Yeah. Uh, and I th- yeah and i think that's important because it was exactly what i was it's a it, it's a great basis for what i was just saying about how the trend and stuff so i think hearing that you thought that was was grounding and and kind of heartwarming because you realize that we can get through this is it's pretty cool to hear because i obviously um we obviously i'm pretty young i mean i haven't been here very long i haven't seen us go through this and no one no one is no one here was a was um of a adult age when the song was released and I think realizing that we're that we're okay and that things will get better because of how like you said how our country's gone since before I think it's really cool that people did react to it like that so happy to hear that
0: yeah the other thing that came up for me around this was just like I was curious for you I'm hearing that it was a that was kind of your goal but it felt to me like it also could have been a call to the people who were listening to like to join that change and like say hey y'all the times are changing keep up join us um that's was that also another subtextual thing that you were going for
1: yeah exactly cuz in um, cuz in the lyrics it what it goes it says come mothers and fathers throughout the land and don't criticize what you can't understand Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command. Your old world is rapidly aging. Please get out of the new one if you can't lend your hand for the times they are changing. And that little section right there is, I think, it it explains exactly what it's saying. It's saying the people that are sitting on the grass right there, they're the ones that are understanding of what's supposed to be happening. And they're the ones that have the vision, have the love, and are still optimistic and know what they're trying to accomplish whereas yep. sometimes yep. the people that are corralling them and teaching them things are sometimes more grounded in their viewpoint and I think they should almost see it as they should be just as um, accepting of the trend and almost making sure that the people like their sons and daughters quote have the tools and are capable of making that change if they want to. And are are supporting them and almost encouraging them to go out and do that. Yeah.
0: And that kind of brings us to your prayer. Um, in, your, in your prayer, you talked about how a lot of different things, but I thought you pretty beautifully summarized what you've been saying in that um, you wanted people to see the love of their country through the different opinions of the people within it. Um, yeah. If you had to put your vespers into a headline, uh, into like one message, like one little sentence, what would your what would you like summarize that final whole thing down
1: into? Give me a second. Okay, here we go. Arnie. Right. Yep. So, patriotism is a love for your country, and inside your country is everything you see on a daily basis. So, love it with all your heart. Oof,
0: that's big. Yeah. I think that, honestly, that came through in your prayer, which was pretty darn cool. I don't know how religious you are or are not, but um, I think it's pretty interesting that you were able to bring that for the people who, are, who prayer is their thing. So I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. You ended your Vespers with this final song by Don McLean. Can you remind us what that title is? Till Tomorrow by Don McLean. So you kind of talked about this earlier and like why you ended up choosing it. But uh, what made you want to end your Vespers on this this subject, this context?
1: Um, I thought I think this song is it's talking about freedom and it's talking about the lovers and dreamers. And it's talking. So I think and I think whenever I think of Blue Ridge, I think of lovers and dreamers i think that encompasses what we what people going up there are on a a pretty pretty awesome way it's describing us as people that have love for the people people around us no matter what and it's people that have have a vision that no matter what their age they're still looking out and they're still wanting to go and accomplish things because i think there's too many people content with where they are and just like just stagnant in their um, stagnant in their life, not not maybe physically, but in their in their approach and viewpoint as to what can be accomplished. And I think so. I think this song is a perfect thing of saying, yes, there are storm clouds. Yes, there's things wrong. Yes, there's things all blooming over us. But they will pass and they will go. And that th- that shouldn't change us to not be lovers and dreamers. And I think that was why I picked it because. It's showing how, yes, things are wrong. There's things around us that we can't control. They'll always have, be over us and be, feel like such a weight. But at some point, they'll be gone. They'll be past. We'll be above them and flying and loving and just causing change and moving forward. And I, that's exactly why I picked it. I wanted that, that message to be what you were left with.
0: Yeah. I mean, all in all, Drew, I thought this was a pretty exceptional 15 minutes. Uh, I really thought it was not your cookie cutter patriotism Vespers. I thought that you really had s- so many interlocking and interweaving, uh, messages that all tied together really nicely. And so I just really good job from, from me to you.
1: It means a lot to me. It does. Cause obviously it was, it's a long process and, uh, worked very hard on it so I'm really happy to hear that you appreciate it And I think and I think it it touched a lot of people And I think that was that was what I wanted to get out of it was not necessarily as much for me but I just wanted to make sure that people felt people felt someone from it no matter what their reaction to it was as long as they were you know they, they thought about they were a little bit introspective about themselves for a little while and yeah. cause I think I think so there's a lot of people that are that are scared by that. So I think allowing people to make sure that they think about what they should be doing every now and again is a good thing. So,
0: Well, one of the things I really appreciate about this Vespers is that you kind of practiced what you preached in a way in that like you were talking about embracing differences and we talked about this, but you had these so many different eclectic songs in your Vespers. You talked about love and really this Vespers is an act of love in that it's it is you speaking out Right. It's you saying, hey, I'm calling attention to these things by picking a song about by uh, any of those really by picking uh, Lions and Wednesday morning. What you're saying is you're you know, you're trying not to get too political, but frankly, you're making a statement and Mm -hmm. that is an act of love. And I think that's really cool that you're lifting that up and you're bringing people's attention to these questions and you're doing it in a way that isn't confrontational, but rather you're inviting people in. And I think that's the best way to, to go about it. Not that I'm an expert, but.
1: <laughs> I, I, I appreciate and understand what you're saying. And, and that is, that was one of the things I was going for. I was wanting to invite people to to be, to see what I was doing and therefore embrace it and, and, and let, them so, let them react to exactly what I was doing. Because like you said, I was basically embodying what I was trying to talk about, or I was trying to embody what I was talking about by my choice of songs and my Vespers. So I think it's really exciting to me that people felt that and captured that and saw what I was trying to do. And like you said, bring others in and not try and push anyone away, trying to bring as many people that wanted to be invited in by it as possible. So I think that's really cool. Yeah.
0: So the, my final question for you is, when you were writing this, I don't know if this was intentional, but it fits so in line with the theme for the mountain. Uh, And so the theme for the mountain, for those of you that may not be aware, is love wins. And so uh, lead with love essentially was the theme. And your whole Vespers is about leading with love through a lens of love for one's country. Was that were you like, yes, this is all going to tie into the mountain theme? Or was that just a, a byproduct and they just happened to really be closely
1: connected? I definitely had drafts where I was, because obviously, um, so we picked it in um, November, whereas the theme was also picked. So they were picked at the same time. So I had thought about what was more important, whether it be I write my own, I like that I, like you said, stray away and maybe have my own topic that kind of ties back in the end to love. Or if I write the whole thing where it embodies leave with love. And I think I ended up, Deciding that leading with love through a lens, like you said, of patriotism was exactly what I was trying to go for. It was, that was what I was doing. I was basically deciding that my Vespers was just going to be plugging my word through leading with love, basically. And so I think, so if that answers your question, I was basically writing it exactly like that. So, so that's what I was going for. Yeah. Was off.
0: I think that's really cool. And honestly... If I were to be a mastermind and like be really micromanaging people and how they were writing their Vespers, I would want people to tie it to the year's theme if they could, Mm -hmm. Um, because it, it seems like a really cool opportunity to really latch on and deliver this one unifying message. And I think that, frankly all of you had that underlying current of love in your vespers. And I just, like, I thought the whole week it was really cool to witness how everything tied together. And so... And,
1: and well, if, if you don't mind me speaking on that, I think... And, like, because to me, whenever people were coming up to me and um, it's it's very similar to how I was unaware about how you said people were reacting to the first song, people were coming up and saying, like, oh, like, you guys are doing a wonderful job, like, a the theme is wonderful. And I, and I appreciated it, but I almost didn't understand it because it was just something I was so I, it was so close to us, I guess. I was too involved to really see how great it was. And I think, because I think the reason all of ours tied in, it, all of us wrote something that was so close to love, is because I think love is so fundamental in exactly what we're doing. Absolutely. I think just the theme was so tied to exactly what we're doing on a daily basis that, of course, there are things going to be written about it because that is exactly what we're trying to live by and embody. But I think, yes, they all happen to work off of it. But I think it's simply out of the fact because the theme was just so organic that it helped us. It it was, of course, it was going to be there because it was just so exactly what we're trying to say and be as people. That makes sense.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you again for having me. Well, it was wonderful.
0: my pleasure. Thank you for being a part of it. I'm grateful. I think this will be a good episode. Um, and I think people will enjoy
1: listening. Thank you. I appreciate it, Ben. you you a lot.
0: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Vespers Project. Remember, shoot us a review on iTunes if you haven't yet. Go ahead, and if you have a Vespers ready to go, send us your Vespers. Remember, you can connect with us by emailing thevespersproject at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you soon, and we look forward to spending time with you next episode.